Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Harper hits one in the air, left back, it goes! Harper, the swing of his life! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun. And so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Coming up on TMS. Mmm. Forced sausage. Riboflavin. Calcium. Vitamin C. The sound of diced tomato. Meh. Hallmark replacement therapy. I'm ready to talk about balls. Across the spoilerverse. Rusty dog nails. You get all the shots. Clarification. Flip flop it forward. Mad Miles Spider Road. All Barbie, all the time. Florida feline. What the frick am I watching? Letting your sponge fly across the room with Amy. Pouring with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Tint. Color. Brightness. Volume, fine-tuning, channel selection, on-off. Abandando. 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 The Morning Stream. We're not toys, we're action figures. Greetings and welcome and welcome back to TMS. <laughs> Got two welcomes in there. It is uh, TMS or the morning stream if you prefer for Thursday, January, sorry, June 15th, 2023. <laughs> I looked at the J and my brain went, hey, let's just call it January. Let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Sure. Yeah, yes. It's the Ides of June, man. It's June Ides. Oh my gosh, it is. How is it yeah, the 15th? Beware. Gosh dang it, dude. Weren't we just in Vegas like five seconds ago? What is this? It feels like it, dude. It really does. It feels like we were in Vegas, and then we were in, uh, and then I was at a family reunion, and then uh, Vegas, and then. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. this is just how it's going to go from now on. You know? Yeah, exactly. This is just That's right. I guess life. I'm getting ready for my third Vegas trip of the year tonight. Yeah, is that a record or what's your record? No, my record, I think. I think four is my record, so I'm going to tie my record this year with the um, 
<laughs> going to going to Vegas with the D and D group. We're going to roll some dice. We're going to go to a craps table and be like, "Oh, I botched. Oh, oh no, plus shoot. twenty to." <laughs> you whiffed that roll. Yes, you'll say exactly. That's cool, though. I'm excited. I'm I'm jealous of that trip. Yeah. That sounds like that'll be fun. And you guys are going. When is You're that? Close what? enough. You could uh, you could. We haven't really set a date. We're thinking September. Maybe waiting for somewhere. the kids to be back in school. Waiting for. Um, you know, it really all depends on Barry and Barry. Tristan and Tanner and Alex and, and when they can all make it out there. Yeah, but. Barry's very busy. He's like a hot shot at some biotech company, you know? He Gotta, is. He's like a bi-coastal, well, mid, mid-country mid coastal. Coast, by coastal mid-country. Mid <laughs> he's in San Francisco and Chicago, people. He's in both places. He's, he's, uh, That's right. That dude is in a plane more than I'm, on, than I'm awake, I feel like. That guy flies over me more than uh, something... That flies over me. I can't think of something that flies over. What else would fly over you? Let's think. Um, uh, uh, flies. Flies. Okay, so actual, <laughs> actual house flies fly over you. Actual house flies. Uh, what um, else? What else? Uh, uh, what else? That other insects, maybe. Uh, right. Well, yes, sure. Birds. B- birds. Birds, birds drones, fly over me. Yeah, uh-huh. I got a, my neighbor over here keeps flying his drone uh, over my backyard. Secret Chinese uh, balloons. Yep. Uh, the spy balloons. Yep. Secret Chinese balloons. Oh, there we go. Jokes. Ah, here we go. Mm. Uh, Barry flies over me more than Diablo 4 jokes. Perfect. Perfect. Ah, yeah. Those, D- Barry goes over my head more than Golden <laughs> Girls references. Ah, there we go. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nicely done. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're going to kick That's those. how you workshop a joke, folks. That's right. Did you see that process, you guys? Did you right. see that sausage getting forced <laughs> into that casing? Yeah. Watch. Watch. Write it down. Remember what you saw here today. Uh, all right, we're going to kick things off with some calls because for some reason you guys are just flowing with the calls. Okay, sure. Where I'm gonna heavy- I, like, I like hearing from our people more than you know, more than hearing uh, AI versions of hearing from our people. Exactly. <laughs> I like real people. Yeah. You know, yeah, real people yeah. are great. Like this one. Uh, more about the eyeballs thing. It's about the uh, we were talking about the owl. You know, with the long eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this was, uh, well, it's a familiar voice now. We've heard from him a couple of times. Here he is again. Hello, Scroat and Ball. Uh, this is Mike from Tampa. This is for the morning stream. Um, I have called in so far and talked about bugs, bulletproof coffee, and I'm ready to talk about balls. Uh, no, the eyeball <laughs> thing with the reindeer. I Googled that, you know, went to the Google machine. Um, National Geographic has a- Real quick, he said with the reindeer. I think he meant the yeah. owl. We didn't talk about reindeer. No, 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 no. We talked about reindeer, how their whole eye turns blue in the... This was oh. in your fun facts about animals quiz. Right. Their whole eyeball turns blue in the winter, so in the yeah, in the winter, so they can see better or something. Yeah, yeah and they were orange in the summer or more kind of yellowish orange in the right. in the different right. kind of light. You're right. Gold, You're absolutely right. Gold, uh, yeah, gold in the summer. Well, Tampa, I was hot, wrong. Hot deer summer. Yeah, hot, hot, <laughs> hot deer summer. The thing that popped up, and uh, the first picture that you see is two dissected reindeer eyeballs that kind of look like other kinds of balls. But they're like, they're the blue in one and then the uh, the golden yellow in the other. Uh, I, I don't know. It was weird. Um, I did do a podcast. Uh, I got, I, I did one for four years and I'm not leaving this. This is bad. I'm abort. Pull the abort button. Yeah, he thinks he's aborting the call. <laughs> he thinks that he can cancel. Yeah. He thinks he can undo that call. No, you can't. Jeez, I wonder why your podcast didn't continue on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so kidding, dude. Learn how to edit. No, he. Uh, I, when you guys send in something and it goes wrong, 
you can guarantee I'm yeah, going to play it's it. even better. Listen, if you have to listen to us go off the rails, we get the pleasure of listening to you go off the rails. 100%. All right, well, that was one thing. Um, and it's interesting that the two he saw that were dissected, one was the yellowish orange and the other yeah. was the blue. Yeah, right? that he had uh, both varieties. Do you think you could um, have those at the same time? Do you think that deer could like somehow, I don't know. Oh, like a little mutant deer? Yeah. Could do like, watch this. No, no, I think that they... Uh, they can't control it like they that. Killed, I don't think, I'm guessing they probably didn't even come from the same deer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that they killed the deer in the winter and killed the deer in the summer and said, all right, now we've got two pairs of uh, eyeballs that, that the kids can use. Oh, to speaking of the deer, uh, that sacred deer movie, uh, Killing of the Sacred Deer. Oh, Killing of the Sacred Deer, yeah. What the frick am I watching? I'm only halfway through, but what is, what the hell oh, is Oh, really? That like you're watching, those? uh wow. I started it last night because I couldn't sleep. Okay. That was a mistake. That kind of movie you don't yeah. want to start. Yeah, it's a good choice of a uh, uh, thing to help you get back to sleep. And I'd seen prior, uh, I don't prior think I'd seen that I'd lobster seen one. I've seen it because that was a Nicole recommendal, and I don't think I've watched it. Yeah, it's the same. So, same director as your, as your lobster. As lobster. Thing. Yeah. And it's very similar in terms of its sort of like uncomfortable nature. Like, what mm. is even going on here? But what's crazy is the two main characters, with the exception of Nicole Kidman, speaking of Nicole Kidman, we were talking about her earlier. Um, or maybe I was talking to Kim. Anyway, yeah, I was used to, I wasn't talking about it. I think I was talking to Kim. Earlier. We were yeah. talking about something yeah. she's watching. But anyway, she's in it, um, but she's not really a main character. It's Colin Farrell. And then the squirrely dude from Inisherin, the 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 kind of nerdy weirdo that's going oh, Barry, around. Barry Keegan. That guy. Barry Keegan. Barry Keoghan. He's, a, he's in this in a very strange role, and they're kind of really? your two okay. people. It's a weird one, Brian. Oh, I like it. that kid. Oh, I like him too. He's fascinating to watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I might have to watch it. What's it on? Hulu? Uh, where was I watching this? Hulu or Netflix is the only two places I've been in the last day. So I think it was one of those okay. two. Can't remember. Just Watch will be our best friend there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, it's I'll very remember. good, though. I mean, very good in that weird in that weird, weird way. If you want more of that lobster business, you, that's that's what they're serving up here. So uh, does, uh, does Nicole Kidman at any point walk around an empty movie theater and say, come back to movies? Uh, no, because we need theaters need your money. And by the way, you're seeing this in a theater who yeah. you gave money to watch a movie in front of. Isn't that weird? Like, I don't mind that they want to push the business because that makes yeah. sense to me. But to do it but to the people that, that are already TV. there. Yeah, right. This should be a uh, like a Hulu pre-roll ad or something. Because if you're <laughs> already movies. in the theater, you're already in. You don't need to be told yeah. this. This is yeah. like me trying to tell people to listen to TMS who are here listening to TMS. It is one of the things I don't miss uh, about not going to AMC movies anymore. Did I, I think I told you that uh, because of my my emails to uh, Alamo Drafthouse, they changed their seven-day policy for season pass holders to... We did talk can, about it. Yeah. yeah, now you can book any movie anytime. Yeah. So you're which welcome, is, everybody. Which is awesome. Brian literally changed the policy so that all I may benefit. The, changed the policy. Because like, I I did. I emailed my local uh, Alamo Drafthouse manager, the Westminster theater manager, and then corporate. Because they both sent me emails saying, we'd love your feedback on the season pass program. And I said, I love it, except... For this one for bit. For this one thing. Yeah. And then they fixed it. And then they fixed it like a couple weeks after my emails. They probably just said, oh, yeah, all right, this goes right. Change yeah. it. It's, okay, not, it's not a hard thing. All right, thing. I flicked a switch. Changed. Yeah, okay. it's not going to hurt them to do it that way, right? No, not e- not even a little bit. Because Alamo Drafthouse also gives you these things that if you pre-order a movie early, hmm. pre-order your tickets early, you get access to goodies. Uh, for, like, uh, for, for example, for uh, Spider-Verse, I could have... 
I think gotten a lunchbox or a, a glass or something. Mm-hmm. But once those sell out and those things sell out 30 days in advance, you can't get them. And you can only get them when you pre-order your tickets. If you can only pre-order your tickets seven days before the movie, you're never going to see those things. Oh, man. If they were here, so I would do this. Everything you've described about this plan sounds great. So cool. They have Indiana Jones glasses that look like the old... Uh, like Arby's, Arby's glasses, except they're like pint glasses and stuff. Oh, they're really cool. Are they doing? Uh, oh, they. I like their kids they, camp thing too. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, with all the cool movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah Alamo Draft House is cool. Oh, look at the lunchbox for Asteroid City. Holy yes, shit! Yes, that's the one. That's the lunchbox. Those Asteroid City, and it comes like they describe this thing just like a Wes Anderson commercial. It's like lunchbox, thermos, da da da, map. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, right next to some fries, queso, bacon, uh, also, which looks really good. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see uh, Oppenheimer. I'm excited to see. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm excited to see the Barbie movie. I am too. I'm legit excited. I don't. I like yeah. uh, Greta Gerwig's movies, and I think she has a really interesting like take. I think it'll be subversive and not yeah. what people think. I think it's going to be yeah. great. For sure. I'm yeah. legit Plus, excited. I'm seeing about it with that. my Aunt Barb, who's. <laughs> everything barbie oh like her like lifetime collector kind has, of deal or what? she has so at christmas they have <laughs> they have their regular christmas tree george has his action figure star wars like whatever everything he gets at the hallmark store that comes in a star wars box and costs 24.95 tree yeah and then she's got a barbie tree and it's all it's pink and it's uh all barbie uh, ornaments all barbie all the time wow all barbie all the time i guess i've never talked about said that about Aunt Barb. is it because do you think as a kid her name was like so close and it just felt like she had a kinship with the brand and you know, all that yeah. yeah yeah i think so okay. i think i think for sure that's Did I tell you I, I told you that at the family reunion we took that photo at the end and uh <laughs> she's not in it <laughs> and she's not in it <laughs> yeah. so i did I, I did what i said i was gonna do i replaced everybody's face with a different picture of aunt barb yeah what how what was the reaction like how'd they uh she she loved it i can send it to you actually <laughs> please do there. i'm putting it in our it. i'm putting it in our discord it's called oops all barb oops all barb <laughs> I mean, she asked for it. She said, can you Photoshop me in there? She says. Yep. And so you said, sure. Oh, yeah, this said is great. said, sure. So there you go. Look at this, you guys. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she normally in the rear? Can we see where she's supposed to be? She is behind. So my mom is the uh, the shortest one in the photo in the front with the plaid. Yeah. Uh, she is directly behind her. And I don't even know if you can see like the top of the. No, I think I blocked the top of the cap with, with the, the with the barb head. Yeah, with the barb head. Yeah, yeah. but you could see you could just see the top of her hat. <laughs> this is great. This is freaking great. What a great idea! I'm glad you did it. I love that. Um, all right, nicely done. Uh, one more call here before we uh, get to yeah. Amy. It's about that toothpaste heist, and uh, well, we got somebody with some thoughts. Here okay. you go. Hey, Sensodyne and Brush calling about TNS. Episode 2474. This is Russell from Illinois. You guys were talking about the uh, the toothpaste heist where the guy got caught stealing a bunch of toothpaste and you were trying to come up with a pun that the news article could have used for the word floss. The first thing that popped into my mind was philosopher. Philosophers arrived on the scene and there was toothpaste everywhere. Anyways, love the show though. Uh- yeah, that would work in a pinch. Philosopher, I get it. Philosopher, yeah, sure. I see yes, what he did. Hi, I'm Philosopher Jenkins. Uh, 
Yeah, it's good to know there's I, a... There's the first a, was thinking he was talking about Lucifer, but he's talking about a play on officer. Officer or, you know... Off, ph- officer. Philosopher, yeah. And he, you know, philosopher. Yeah, so I guess, you know, dad jokes are alive and well. And, uh, Plato is a philosopher. Sure. <laughs> That's my understanding of Plato's good hard work, that he's a That's philosopher. Right. All right. <laughs> That was all dumb. Let's do this. Let's get uh, let's get Red Fraggle in here. Yeah. Let's read some shit. You know, uh, find out what's hot in the in the in the world of what books. What can we read? Are there things we can read? I'm tired of reading ingredients on cereal boxes. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, that's quiet. Let's fix that audio. One of the things that I enjoy also is reading. It's from an old '80s dating profile, by the way. That guy <laughs> from, from Matthew McConaughey. No, it's some dude. It's just some guy. <laughs> he sounds like him, though, doesn't he? He's a but, little bit, yeah, yeah. But he's just this guy that likes reading. Wants the girl to know. Uh, well, let's let this girl know we like reading. Also, Amy, welcome back to the show. How how the heck are you? I'm disappointed, man. I have a box of cereal for you guys to read today. Oh, good. Ryan says okay. he's tired of listening, tired of reading that. Well, man, do, you have a, do you have a uh, box of cereal ingredients audiobook? Because I'd much rather listen while I'm on the road. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's it's narrated by Morgan Freeman. Perfect. So, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, Riboflavin. Artificial <laughs> dye number five. <laughs> Crawls through a river of intestines. I would listen to that. <laughs> That's Weed. a book I would listen to. Sure, why not? That guy, Potassium. he gets he gets used a lot for a lot of these deep fakes. For some reason, they'd like to use him. And um, yeah. there's this video of him where he's it's it's supposed to be him. It doesn't even remotely look like him. It's clearly CG. It doesn't look right. His voice is kind of off, but close. And he says, "I may look like the real Gordon Freeman, but I'm not really him." And I'm like, "Really, really, you're not really him?" Don't say. I like, I like to call him Gordon Freeman. Did you? Did, did you I call, call him Gordon, Gordon Freeman? Freeman? Holy shit! Called him Gordon Freeman, like from uh, Half Life. Yeah, yeah Half Life. Gordon Freeman, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, t- uh, silent protagonist, Gordon That's Freeman. Right. Anyway, um, Andy Dufresne crawled through a river of shit, a mile of shit, and came up with a face plant thingy on the other side, whatever that thing was called. What were those called? Uh, face a turkey, like a turkey stuck on his head on yeah. the other side. That's how it looked to me. He'd say. Hey, uh, Amy. Let's get it. Let's get to it. So, <laughs> all right. So, you brought a book idea for I us. Did uh, I did bring a book? I want to introduce this book uh, by telling a bit of a story um, about the worst day I've ever had. Oh my god! Uh, oh, but don't right. worry. It's good. It's okay. It's a, the the story's going to be fine. I promise. All right. Um. So <laughs> I'm going to get too mired down in you know what what was going on the details of what was going on that day because it doesn't really matter what matters is um my family and i were having that you know just terrible tragedy happen and we were all it was it was raining and i was wearing sneakers and you know there's like nothing to make a bad day worse like having wet socks right? oh yeah it's the worst and uh and we we're all just sitting around it didn't feel right for us to leave but we also there was nothing we could do so we're all just kind of sitting there and this man I've never met before my entire life just happened to be coming by, wanted to help oh, us. Wow. And so he came up and he said, is there anything at all I can do for any of you? And I was just like, honestly, if somebody could just bring me 
a pair of flip flops, like so that my feet don't have to be wet. Like I, I you know, I mean, I felt yeah. so stupid even asking for it. But if I, I was like, that would just be this man got in his truck, drove across the across the highway to the Walmart, bought me a pair of flip flops. Wow. And brought them back to me. I still I, I have no idea what this man's name is. Oh, Could really? take him out day. of a lineup. Have no really? idea. Aww. Have no idea. Uh, who he was but he made that horrible horrible day so much better they're called shoe angels by the way shoe angels yeah right i'm like i still have those flip-flops you know so um (laughs) yeah uh so you never know um what small thing that you can do for somebody is going to have an impact Mm -hmm. on a whole bunch of events later on and that's Aside from this book being kind of a fluffy teen romance, which it is, my daughter said, Mom, you have to read this. And, you know, when your kid tells you you have to read something, you have to read it. Yeah. And uh, so aside from that, I feel like the larger theme of this book is is sort of like the small things that you would never guess would be connected. So the clip that I have is actually from the movie adaptation of this book that came out. And just to set it up for you a little bit, it's... Uh, a Korean guy and a black girl who are in his family's shop and his older brother shows up to give them a hard time. Okay. So now we can play the clip. All right. There's your setup. Here we go. Uh, here. Uh, uh, this is my older brother, Charlie. This is my friend, Natasha. Friend? Oh, I thought maybe he's caught a shoplifter. What did you just say? Hey, we got a lot of those in a store like this, right? I'm sure you understand. What the hell is your problem? What? Hmm? What? Oh, tough guy in a suit yeah, now, huh? Let's go. Let's go. Charlie got you to put in a suit. Hey, want me to translate for your friend, Danny? Uh, hi, Mr. Bay. Mr. Mr. Bay, uh, I'm Natasha. Your friend of dangerous. Would you like something before you leave? Or for free? Yes. Not this hour. Come with me. Relax it for your hair. Make your hair not so big. Thank you, Mr. Bay, but I like my hair big. Oh, if you like big, you should get yourself a man. Because little Danny here. Yeah, because my dick is an inch long. Still twice as big as yours. I gotta go. Come on in. <laughs> you know, it could not have gone any worse. What a combo. I mean, maybe I should have gotten the relaxer just to make him like me more. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you find this funny. Dude, tragedy is funny. Sometimes you gotta laugh to keep from crying. Are we even tragedy? That's what life is. I have no idea what this is. I don't either. Yeah. This, yeah, this is The Sun is Also a Star. And uh, <laughs> the the book is written, hold on. I'm usually really good about this and have everything up. And now my screen just went kaput. So it's also scientifically uh, correct. The sun is also a star. It's <laughs> and true. the subject of a, yeah. they might be giant song. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Which one? <laughs> Which song? Is it? Uh, the sun is oh. a massive incandescent gas. Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> my brain. Um, yeah. My so it's, the is sun is bad. also a star by Nicola Yoon. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's really good. It's, it, as I say, it's it's a fluffy kind of teen romancy uh, story, and I think 
I, I read the book and I found the book very engaging because I think the book probably gets more down into the details of the ancillary characters um, and, and shows you kind of the tiny little small ripple effects that go on and the, the coincidences that happen that force people together that, uh, you know, make it feel like it's fated and meant to be. Um, but, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I found it, I found it really interesting and it really wraps everything up in a nice little bow. Um, you know, this might be Scott, this might be a good alternative for Kim, you know, during, during non Hallmark season, you know, <laughs> like it, her you know, Hallmark she, replacement, her Hallmark uh, right. pacifier. Sure. Yeah. yeah sure. Like she, she would, she would like the film probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed reading the book. I was very, I was very engaged with it. I thought it was very, very cool. And I like that little scene just because it is as mortifying for the guy as possible right like his mm -hmm. his dad and his brother are both completely racist and yeah. be, you know just being assholes and he's like just trying to maintain you know and it's just it just goes terribly and she just laughs um <laughs> so you know it's it's great but the you know the basic setup is that she is there she's in the country illegally because her family immigrated there when she was a kid and they're getting deported tomorrow. Mm. And so as, as happenstance would meet it, they, you know, she meets this boy and they have a day in New York. Um, it kind of feels, I think because of New York being kind of a character in it, it feels a little bit like, uh, like Nick and Nora. Um, oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of, it's you're right that. though. You're right. Um, the city is like, um, I know this is true of a lot of movies, I guess, but in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, the the city becomes like a crucial a third actor. character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love sure. that. And this is this is one of those kind of stories where it's uh, you know it's vital to the the plot of the story that you know they're in New York and everything. And um, yeah, I mean, it didn't get a great. It was like a fifty something on Rotten Tomatoes. It didn't get a a great. Uh, reception at the box office or anything but you know like i say i enjoyed the book i didn't even know it was a movie yeah. when i started reading it because my my daughter just said mom you gotta read this book yeah so you know, you know what's funny so I is I, I saw the cover of it at first here chad i'll pull it up again she uh, uh the girl on the cover that's playing your main uh female lady there <laughs> I'm not saying that right. Um, she looked just like Rosario Dawson to me when I first glanced at her. But that's oh, not really? her. Huh. But at first it looked like... A little like, bit, like when she's younger, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, not that... R Rosario Dawson still looks amazing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like... She's, she's got her vibe you know. for sure. It's weird. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, it sounds interesting. Cool. I, uh, yeah. But do you think the book is... Uh, like, what's what's better, do you think? Like, everyone always says books are better than the movies. Should I, should I read the book or should I, you know, watch I, this and call I, it good? So, so full disclosure, I haven't actually seen the entirety of the movie, mm -hmm. but based on, I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but I did, I did look at the cast list to check to see if a certain ancillary character showed up and she doesn't. And oh, really? I, okay. so I feel, I feel like that, I feel like the book is going to be much better in that regard, because like I say, I, you know, the romance is fun and everything. Mm -hmm. um, 
but to me, it, the book just felt more complete about, hey, all of these little characters that are orbiting around <laughs> these two these two kids who are falling in love, they are actually full characters as well. And, you know, you only you don't have to spend too much time on them, but you get a full picture of the fact that, nope, these actually are full people as well. And uh, at, so anyway, yeah, like I say, without giving too much away about it, it, there was there was one key character who seemed like a, you know, just kind of a throwaway chick in the bucket uh, who actually wraps everything up really nicely. Mm. And, uh, you know, I feel like that's missing probably from the film based on the IMDb. Sure. So, sure. you know, it sounds but, great, though. But yeah. It was cool. And the way it's written, the way it's written is it changes perspective a lot. So uh, one chapter you're, you know, you're getting a first person from Daniel and the next chapter you're getting a first person from Natasha. And then the next chapter you might be getting like a third person omniscient talking about a security guard or, Hmm. you know, the elevator operator or whatever. Are are each of those uh, done in the first person or uh, third person? Like, no, yeah. The the, the perspective, the omniscient ones are, yeah, those are, those are in third person. Sure. Um, So yeah. So you get like a third person omniscient every once in a while, but then, and then it flip flops between that and either Natasha or, or Daniel. Hmm, And um, the audio book also like they have different actors, reading the different chapters so they they really like drive that home like nope this is from her perspective this is from his perspective this is from everyone's perspective you know sure um here we got a little i got a little taste of it let me see what it sounds like here hold on my mom says it's time for me to give up now oh that's a geez mom thanks mom (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah Jeez. Well, right. and and that was that was like the that was kind of why i decided to that's usually where i get the clips that i use uh to send for this is from the sample from uh from audible mm-hmm. but yeah i was like i didn't really feel like it gave as much of a because it's all the sample is only long enough for it to just all be natasha first of all yeah and secondly it just was like, wow, you're just really starting off on a, a real <laughs> bummer of a note there. <laughs> right. Yeah, the so. first few words, like, all right, well, set the stage there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She does do a lovely Jamaican accent, though, because her family is from Jamaica. So the the uh, the narrator for Natasha's part does, does a lovely Jamaican. I love Jamaican really accents. Good. They make me want to go get jerk chicken and hang out in weed bars. <laughs> Right? I just, just love like, it. Put my feet up and sip a fruity drink somewhere. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. it. Something comforting Maybe about it. Mon. Yeah. Yeah, Mon. Or it makes me want to play World of Warcraft and roll a troll again. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. How you doing, Mon? Those guys. Anyway, that's fantastic. Go check it out, everybody. It is The Sun is also a star, which is also true. Uh even if you spelled it S O N, that would be true of I don't know. Um who's a who's a son that's as popular as their as their parent. Uh <laughs> Uh, 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 Michael Douglas. Gleason. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Kirk Douglas, Michael Douglas. The Sun is also, the sun is also a star. There you go. Nailed you it. Go. Um, anyway, that's available on Audible, of course, Kindle and hardcover and paperback and the film. 
is also a thing. Is that streaming? Do we know? Maybe it is. I think I think you can get it streaming on Amazon Prime, but you may have to pay for it. I'm not mm. sure. Okay. So, oh, yeah. It looks like it's yeah. not streaming for free, but you can rent it. Uh, Apple yeah. as well. Um, all right. Nice. Uh, love getting this stuff from you, as always. Also, I love that story about the flip-flops. That was, that was super awesome. Mm-hmm. Also, having some knowledge yeah. of the tragedy in question. That's a really, yeah. really nice gesture. Um, and I always look forward to having you on. We'll see you next week. Have a fantastic yeah. one. Thanks. Check Bye, out my Amy. pottery stream. Oh yeah, check out our pottery oh, yeah. stream. We got a thing to to, to promote every week now. We got we got to do this. So Red Fraggle three on YouTube. She's putting up pottery stuff. Done a couple live streams. Throwing wheels or no? How do you say it? Throwing clay. Throwing clay on the wheel. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. You know all the technical terms. <laughs> Uh, it's all very cool, and you should check it out today. That's up on YouTube. Uh, you do the YouTube.com slash at RedFraggle3. For some reason, the at is there. I don't know why they do that, but it's there. Yeah, I yeah. don't I don't either. Mine doesn't have that, so I don't know why it's on some and not others. I don't get it. It's, it's strange. Yeah. Mine's just slash it Scott Johnson. weird. I think maybe because I'm late to that party or something. I don't know. Maybe. maybe it's yeah, we did a thing. live stream the other day. Had a few people in the in the chat hanging out with me. It was fun. So, yeah. Nice. Come come watch me make a mess. It was hilarious. My sponge flew across the room. Sweet. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like the clay fell apart on me. It was great. Hilarity ensued. So, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Continued work uh, on that because I think that's awesome. And we'll see you next time. Nice. Boy, you don't want your sponge to fly across the room, but no, primarily no. if it's your main source of uh, uh, birth control. Contraception? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want that to happen. Yeah. No. That'd be bad. Um, okay. We did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Let's get into some news. It's today's news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by Coverville today, celebrating the 75th birthday of singer... But more and songwriter, but uh, producer extraordinaire Todd Rundgren. Yeah, you know his songs like "I Don't Want to Work," "I Just Want to Bang on the Drum All Day," and and "Can We Still Be Friends?" and "Hello, It's Me," and uh, what's another one? Uh, 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 yeah, let's let's go with those three. Um, but did you know he's also a massive producer and has produced stuff for uh, like that that monumental uh, Meatloaf album with Paradise oh, right. by the Dashboard Light. Right. Uh, I'm gonna. Adult Now by The Pursuit of Happiness, because or da- Dancing Barefoot by Patti Smith, um, Love My Way by The Psychedelic Furs, produced by um, Tom What Rundgren. a What a wide range of sound. It really is. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Cheap Trick, he's produced. <laughs> uh, he's been all over the place. So, oh yeah, I saw the light. That's another one of his. And I saw the light I saw the in light. your eyes. I saw the light and it opened up my mind. I saw the oh. light. That's the one? Oh. Oh, that's the Ace of Base. Oh, oh, that's a shame that I got that wrong. Oh yeah, co-wrote We're American Band for uh, Grand Funk Railroad. My Produced gosh. that whole album. Yeah. Does he just do every genre lines up to Todd Rundgren and says make uh, make me? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's totally. wild to me. Yeah. All right, well that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be 1 p.m. today. Yeah, that'll be 1 p.m. Twitch.tv/slash Coverville. I'll be playing uh, a a move deck for Spider Verse because there's a lot of Spider Verse uh, cards that like move. Like the 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 function of move in yeah. Marvel Snap, so I'll be playing some Marvel Snap, some move deck, and uh, yeah, be there. One PM Mountain Time, Twitch.tv slash Coverville. Speaking of Spider Verse, I heard something that blew my mind. Across the Spider Verse, the new film, the one that's in there yeah. now, uh, that's blown everybody's minds, and I loved it. Um, they apparently somebody was saying one of the uh, animators or somebody there working on this mm-hmm. said it took them four years, almost to the day, to create the chase scene. 
and oh, it's really? in the trailer, so there's not a spoiler, but all the spider people coming. <laughs> You know, yes. where they're all running. Yes. Right. Apparently right. that right. took exactly. four freaking years. In the years. trailer, Claire. Settle down. Yeah, it's in the trailer, Claire. It's fine. But when they did that, it was, it was, because the, you know, the, the movies are famous for saying, well, this character's got a slightly different animation frame rate, or this right. one over here's right. got a different style. To make that work with that many back there, that's, four years on that sequence. Crazy. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Which is no, it's no shock to me. The third one's delayed a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this seems like yeah. these movies are a serious undertaking. Um, oh, sure. All right. Here's I'm a. I've seen the most of it's done, though. It's probably, you know, they're doing probably finishing work on a lot of it. But uh, yeah, somebody the other day said they just hadn't done voices yet, but that makes no sense to me. You do voices first. Oh, yeah. You do voices first and then you match the, the movements to the voice. Yeah. You don't do oh. it after the fact. So I don't know yeah. why that's the rumor. Uh, Claire, go to the cinema and see it. Oh, she can't see. I'm a wave, wave frantically. So Claire comes back. We didn't spoil anything, Claire. There's nothing. We didn't spoil anything. And and second of all, go see this in the theater. This is a reason to go to the theaters, and uh, because we're not going to keep quiet about this movie for the next three months until it shows up on streaming. Okay. Okay. No, I cannot name how many years has it been since 2015. I cannot name another movie that has impressed me as much as Fury Road did, then across the Spider-Verse. And by the yeah, way... We set the counter, everybody. By the way, <laughs> um, the uh, the thing she was saying about how the city is a character, we were just talking yes. about about New York yeah. and stuff, yeah. I realized as she's saying that, all of my favorite movies have that aspect to it. Uh, in the case of... The world building, yeah. Yeah, so in the case of Fury Road, it's the Wastelands, and it's a very important character in the film. The same thing goes for... The the New York they show in Spider Verse is I think is a few of the crucial. different New Yorks they show have a different are characters. Yeah, yeah. they're crucial to yeah. the thing working, you know. And I think that's true of like even like Empire Strikes and Back India. has a number the, of these. The, uh, you know, oh, yeah, uh, that India. India that you see uh, oh, is a character. So good. Damn it! I gotta go. I gotta go again. Is she screaming Claire's again? Claire's like, ah! oh, it's not a spoiler, Claire. This is all in the trailer. Trailer stuff is not spoiler stuff. All right. Go just go see the damn thing, you slow oh, yeah. ass. There's a movie Irish. called Parasite where the house becomes a character. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, now that you tell me that, I'm finally. Oh, now you're it. Yeah, finally. Uh, <laughs> it's happening now. All right, here's our story: an elusive cat. <laughs> They're all kind of elusive, but this one in particular is terrorizing a Florida neighborhood. Has oh, sent no. two two injured people to an emergency room already, and they still haven't caught this cat. <laughs> That's gnarly, right? That cat's a shithead, man. That is a... <laughs> yeah, dick move, cat. Dick move. Yeah. A cat roaming the streets of a Florida neighborhood is terrorizing residents, and police say they have yet to catch it. The feline terrifying residents of Luraville in Suwannee County? Sure. Suwannee? Suwannee is how I would say that. Yeah, Suwannee. Florida turned out, uh, in Florida, turned out to be an angry domestic cat, according to local officials. The vicious feline... How do they know it's angry? I mean, I... <laughs> Is it just their assumption because it hurt people? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Come he on. may not be angry. He might just be a cat. Like, play overly playful? Yeah. Just a little too rough, you know? A little too much exactly. horsing around. <laughs> uh, the vicious feline sent two people to the in the area to emergency to treat injuries after two separate attacks. Uh, law enforcement has laid traps to catch him, but they have yet to nab it. Uh, in the past week, according to local news, it is currently unclear whether the cat is a feral cat or is escaped pet who may have developed rabies. I feel like it's got to be feral, right? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, probably feral. Maybe rabies. Have you had? When's the last time you had a rabies shot? 
long time ago. Oh, that's a really good question. Yeah, a long time ago. I feel yeah. like it's been. I got. I stepped on a nail when I was twelve, and I think that was the last time I got a rabies shot. Do uh, that's not something you need to re up, is it? Rabies? I don't think so. Or maybe you do when you know. do something gnarly like uh, rusty yeah, nail. Yeah, you probably do. Right, exactly. Oh, dang it, rusty nail. Time to go get yeah. a rabies Which shot. Which is also the name of one of our tadpole regulars, Rusty Nails. And listen, Rusty Nails, <laughs> I've had one of you through my foot, and it was not a pleasant experience. <laughs> It was no good. Yes, then I stepped on a diced tomato, and boy, was it a oh, mess. Oh, what a mess. Especially because the diced tomato hates everything. It hates everything. Basically, the sound it made when I stepped on it was, meh. <laughs> this, what, is the, what does the diced tomato sound like when you step on it? It's meh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's tetanus. Right, rabies comes from animals. Oh, that's what are we tetanus. About? You're yeah, right. Rusty tetanus. Oh, my God. You're right. You're right. All right, what new tattoo do we have to get? put on is the uh yeah <laughs> step on a rusty nail equals tetanus equals tetanus so hold on yeah. tetanus then tetanus shot would have been the nail for me and that is that is that what you do get when you yeah. have something happen right you can get that right. on the regular but yes. rabies but you don't need to re-up your you don't need to re-up tetanus you just need to get it when something like that when happens. something like that happens yeah but rabies you just do when you're a kid i think and you're done yeah i think so Whoa. <laughs> What'd you say, babe? My wife just scared me. What'd you say? Dog bites. Dog bites. That's what you Dog do for bites. rabies? Or it's when you get a rabies shot? That's when you get a rabies shot. Okay. Exactly. All right. What if what if the dog claws you and its nails are rusty? Oh, then we're in then we're What in. if a dog steps on a rusty nail and then bites you? Do you get both? Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> this is a Scott scenario. I love this. This is great. <laughs> What if? It's a good what if. I like it. Yeah, it's a good what if. Yeah. Uh, during two separate inc- incidences, uh, residents were exercising uh, and walking on the 174th Street. I like the idea that they were walking, but going like, had weights and doing this. They were exercising. They were walk- They were walking. Yeah. yeah doing that. I like that. The walking. Walking hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> is that what that's called? Walking? Walking, they- yes. W-O-G-G-I-N-G. Wogging. I think that's kind of what I do. I walk. I don't yeah. walk. And I don't jog, I walk. Does this Kim yell at you? Slow down. We're on, a, we're on a nice leisurely walk here. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. If, if I'm honest. I guess if it's the two of you. If you're exercising, you're wogging the dog. The problem here. is I have a long stride. So yeah. Yeah. my long my long ass genetic legs go way out in front. So everyone behind me is like trying to keep yeah. up. You know? Tina's a long stride too, and she's still break. You slow down. Market too fast. It's like, a different I voice. Get to where I'm going. I want to get to her her walk voice is different than her other voice. I like it. Brian. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> Brian, can you slow down? Why are you walking so fast? Because I want to get to the Apple store. want to buy my things so we can get home and watch more television. That's right. For Your Honor. Yeah. Watch the next episode of Your Honor, okay? You are clearly loving that show. I'm loving that show. And it's, uh, my God, it. is it taking a turn? It's... Uh, <laughs> Would you put it, it on it, par with Breaking Bad as far as Yannick you know, like overall, would, all that? Yeah, really? I, would. wow. I, I wouldn't have before, and I would now, because it, it's, uh, uh, man, Brian Cranston, what a freaking dynamo that I guy know, he's is. He's so good. He's, How do you go yeah. from Dr. Watley to Malcolm in the Middle to then <laughs> to Walter everything White, else? Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, now Michael Desario, or Des, uh, no, not Desario, Desario? I've got Rosario Dawson now in my head. Oh, is it yeah. Des, yeah, Desario? Desario. Anyway. Yeah, well, so are any of the producers, writers, anybody related to Vince Gilligan and his business or no? I don't think so. Okay. Um, let me see. Not that it's show. see if there's you know. any other connection besides 
Cranston and uh, and Hector, not Hector, um, uh, Tio uh, Salamanca. 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 That must be now, weird. It doesn't look like any any other. Such a weird Peter Moffat, who who you know from um, Peter Moffat. Uh, Peter Moffat. Peter Moffat. Peter Moffat. Uh, Criminal Justice. Uh, Peter Moffat. Peter Moffat. I'm trying to think of what else. There was, a, there was something else that we just watched recently that was Peter Moffat. Dang that it. name is um, really familiar to me. Yes. Not the singer. Different guy. <coughs> Let's see. Let's see. Um, IMDB. I'll look up. Peter Moffat. Yeah. Uh, Maybe maybe I'm thinking of a different Moffat. Maybe I am thinking of the uh, oh Sherlock Holmes on BBC. I think that's right because he's um just Sherlock that one. Yeah, just the one called Sherlock. The the Benedict Cumberbatch Martin Freeman deal. I don't think I think that's not the same Moffat. I don't see yeah Stephen Moffat and Stephen Moffat is also Doctor Who. Oh, um, it's different Moffat. Different no, Moffat. No relation. Okay. Of all the Moffats. And that's, and that's that probably one. why, what I was, it, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, I mean, I've watched Doctor Who. I've watched Sherlock. There's got to be the same Moffat. Nope. How can there possibly be two Moffats? How, how possibly? Oh, this reminds me. So as I'm scrolling yeah. here, I see Queen's Gambit. And it reminds me, I forgot to tell you about a dream I had. And this is legitimately. Joy, I've had it. This, <laughs> every possible. Not, not that Every dream. possible one you're about to describe. Slightly about. different dream. Um, okay, no, right. so it's her and the girl in the new live action Little Mermaid. Um, oh, yeah. Hallie. Hallie uh, something. Uh, yes. But she's uh-huh. got the same deal. Her eyes are almost on the side of her head, right? <laughs> right. Okay. And I, by the way, when I say that, I don't mean it in a mean way. I think these are these are very attractive oh, yeah, young ladies. Oh, yeah. It's a sign of you. Hallie Bailey. Yes. That's her. Uh, Hallie Bailey. This dream was those two, probably because I have this thing with their eyes. Those two in a in a in a buddy cop action movie where those two are running around shooting up stuff and taking care of business. And it was great <laughs> in this dream. Uh, I love it. And the movie's called Peripheral Vision. Yeah. Or it should be Private Eyes or something like that. <laughs> private, <laughs> private wide set. Eyes. I do like peripheral vision better. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> That's not bad, but I'm sure I put them what, together. Claire, what? No, she's yelling at me. What, What's like, she yelling at you for? For uh, peripheral vision? Oh, she's doing it to me too. No, they're yeah. they're awesome. Don't again. Let me clarify this for Claire. Clarification, right? Clarification. Yes. Those actresses, I think, are amazing, and I can't wait to see yeah. every dude. She's Furiosa in the upcoming freaking follow up to Mad Max Fury Road. Are you kidding me? Like I'm so excited about that, and I think they're incredibly talented, and she I don't find it Liliana weird. Rasputin in the New Mutants uh, exactly movie that was actually really good. I don't find her at all weird. I find her <laughs> mysteriously interesting. She's just a very fascinating face, and there's a reason why that helps. I think that's part of her persona, and it's great. It's not a negative. It's a net positive. All right. So I wish Claire my eyes were out here. It- Claire is comparing it to like saying, "Oh, nice mole, Scott." Not saying anything bad about it, but Jesus, what a mole! I mean, she's like, yeah, <laughs> but I didn't say, "Geez, uh, Queen's Gambit lady, nice eyeballs." I mean, there's nothing Jesus, wrong with it, but nice those eyeballs. Eyes are weird, but she's really pretty. But I didn't Jesus, say that. Those eyes are weird. Yeah, yeah no, I didn't I say that. that. I think yeah. she has a fascinating look to her, and and I, man, I think it's cool. I nothing but respect. I'm just saying I think that's what my brain did for my dream. It assembled these two, <laughs> put two looks yeah. and put it together without my without my consent. 
I can't tell my dream what to do. My brain doesn't go, oh, that seems a little weird to put the two uh, stretchy-eyed ladies in there together. Why are you doing that? <laughs> my brain doesn't do that. Nobody's brain does that. Yeah. All right, yeah. Claire. There's your clarification. Uh, perfect. Excellent. That's a new, new segment on the show, clarification. Clarification. Yeah. Yes. That's our hot new topic thing. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister, Wendy, will be joining us. And uh, pretty sure... I never replied about this email, but I'm pretty sure she's good with this email. So hopefully what we're doing is what we're covering. Anyway, so she'll be here in a second. We can't... She asked for it, by the way. Like, she requested this, so she can't complain about it. Yeah, you can't walk that back, Wendy. All right? Yeah. <laughs> we're just making a straw man here about how Wendy feels about it. But anyway, she'll be here uh, shortly. That'll be fun, and you'll all enjoy that. But before we can do any of it, we have to play this here song that you prepared. What do you got there? Yeah, every once in a while, uh, a song crosses my desk that uh, I feel would make a great uh, opening titles theme song for a Tarantino movie and we're about to get one of those right now these guys feel it's like that modern but western like weird compressed audio that feels like it was made a hundred years ago but is just fresh and brand new anyway the band is called Gringo Star Great oh my name, gosh really band. that's amazing Great. Gringo Star. They have a brand new album that just came out last week. It's called On and On and Gone. Wow. <laughs> it just came out June 2nd. Uh, they, they're they on tour for it. They started out in Atlanta and they're moving across the country. So make sure you go see them if you like this. This I totally dig this. this uh, they're from Atlanta. Gringo Star from the album On and On and Gone. Here is the song Hanging Around. <laughs>
style, space, functionality. The 2023 Chevrolet Traverse is a great option for people with disabilities. It was designed with purposeful solutions that help make driving more accessible, so you can get through the day comfortably and efficiently no matter where you need to go. Chevy Accessibility, engineered to go forward. Learn more at chevy.com slash accessibility. I've tried them all and no hamburger compares with a McDonald's hamburger. I mean 100% pure beef on a toasted bun. What a deal. You know what my husband gave me for my birthday? An apple tree. And we've returned. Who was that again? Sure, that's Gringo Star from Atlanta and their brand new song, Hanging Around, from their new album, On and On and Gone. Wow, that is a long... Paging Quentin Tarantino, use this for your next theme song, your next movie title themes, Quentin. Your final film. Wendy. Uh, I mean, (laughs) random. Not a chance. Hey, look who it is. It's my sister, Wendy, the therapist who comes on this show and schlubs with us and helps you with your real problems. Wendy, welcome back. How are you? I'm good. How are yeah, you guys? doing all right. How was the graduation last week? You had a little thing to it do there. It was good. Yeah? It was very good. Very, I, I don't know. Every kid's so different, right? Yeah. And this kid's like not interested in us celebrating him at all. Like finds it very yeah. annoying and don't do it. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. we're like, okay, can I like have a one picture? <laughs> like right. it's just yeah. not into it. And here it is like, People have graduation parties like you would not believe. Mm. I mean, so many taco trucks. Let me just say. So <laughs> it feels like you're being neglectful when really just honoring his wishes. So wait, kids uh, are... But it was good. Some parents are getting taco trucks for their kids' graduation? Oh, they, I'm telling you, I've been to a few grad parties that I, I'm like, I've been to way less nice weddings. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> it's, want, it is yeah. such a big deal. They talk, I mean, and kids, you imagine, culturally speaking, right? You've been going to grad parties since you were a child, yeah. right? Yeah. And so when it's your final turn, they, they, they'll combine like three kids. They'll rent out an entire pavilion in a park and get ice cream trucks and food trucks. And it is a big thing. But I'm telling you what, they make so much money. <laughs> yeah. But it's a junior um, high thing. In this case, right? This junior high graduation, isn't it? No, middle. No, this is high school. Oh, this. Wait, Peter graduated high school. No, this is Elliot. No, this is. What am I saying? This is the old one. This is (laughs) Abe. Yeah. Can you imagine a middle school graduation with taco trucks? I mean, yeah, in my head, in my head, this was Peter for some reason. I don't know why. Listen, I've seen promposals that involved uh, (laughs) hiring a a, a Hemsworth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. That one's expensive. We'll do anything for the for the smallest things these days. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, yeah, f- thankfully, no one else had any kind of official uh, graduation ceremony, but everyone did move to different schools. It yeah. is a, a banner year. We're all moving on. Wow. It is a big year. That's a big transition for it everybody. It is. No so- more elementary school for me, you guys. I don't have to smell that building again. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> um, is it- have to smell the middle school, No more school, safety though. scissors. No more... <laughs> <laughs> Peter in junior high or middle school is just an insane idea to me. Just that's too I fast. Know. It's too fast, man. I don't get it. He was it's, three years old moving to freaking Sweden last time I saw him. Or not really, but you know, feels like. And he's definitely a different human. Yeah, oh yeah. He came. He came packaged <laughs> so in his humans, own special way. by humans. 
Well, anyway, uh, that's awesome. I'm uh, we're getting close to the big family thing up at Bear Lake, and uh, yeah. excited to see you guys and hang out and do a little jet skiing and all that business. It's gonna be fun. Cool yeah. to see all those guys. Everyone's coming, right? Yeah, all, all the kiddos. All right, cool. So Abe's not like I'm too cool now and old and graduated. I don't need to. <laughs> no, I think he's happy to have a paid vacation. He's, yeah, he's not dumb. No, he's not. He's not stupid. <laughs> that, that's in uh, July. July, end of July, end of or July, toward the end yeah. of July. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And plus, I think you're going to yeah. be in Vegas for a couple of days. All this Vegas. We are, yeah. Oh. Just because uh, it turns out, I don't know what kind of racket they've got going in the Salt Lake Airport, but uh, there are some costly flights. So we thought, you know what? Let's not drive 21 hours. Let's drive six. And we're going to fly to Vegas and then drive up. Yeah. that's oh, you, smart. You just, you'll save money and have fun and have a cool drive. That's great. Yeah. And yeah. not have 22 and hours of My driving. kids really haven't been to Vegas. Scott, or Abe is really excited about the Mega Mart. It's like the art. Oh, Omega Mart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mart. And the right. Meow Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Make him go. Yeah. Or all of you go. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. So that's yeah. our plan. Maybe. Make uh, go. Yeah. Make him yeah. go. He'll love that. As a kid, I would have freaked out in there. Oh, man. Oh, man not in like a way, I, I mean, I'm not. Vegas. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm going to go. Oh, wait. You're going this weekend. <laughs> oh, weird. You guys go to Vegas all the time. By the way, if you ever find yourself in St. Louis, though, uh, you must. (laughs) (laughs) Is it St. Louis where it is? No, they're fine. They're they're fine. St. Louis. We've never been there. Have either of you been there? I've been to St. Louis once. Yes, one time, long time ago. High school graduation trip. I took those stupid tiny elevators up to the top of the. The Gateway Arch. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm okay. just making sure you Westerners and your judgment about everything. <laughs> no, we like the East. Um, I like the East side of the world, of the, of the country. Okay, but let me say this. If you ever get a chance to go to the City Museum, you go right now. It's in St. Louis. Hmm. Is it, it just is called the St. Louis City? It's a psychedelic dream put into real life, and it is so fun. Oh, wow. So fun. Never that's heard cool. of it. That sounds awesome. It, What's the name it's again? It's basically all sorts of... It's everything you can imagine um, someone dreamed up and welded together and then kids play on it. And like you go through these tunnels, you can buy knee pads cause you need them. I needed a helmet. I hit my head so many times. Oh like gosh. it is just a fun, it's like walking through an art installation. It's oh, awesome. look at this. I got all this pinball stuff. Oh, we have a pinball really? section. We stayed for hours. It's so fun. Anyway, it's a really, really uh, this place. looks awesome, and it's just Don't called the St. Louis. St. Louis City Museum. That's the it's name. It's just called City Museum, which sounds boring, but obviously they're doing something cool. They do, and when Whoa. your gift shop s- sells knee pads and band aids, you are you're in somewhere special. There's some kind of weird giant praying mantis up on a thing. It's out yeah. of oh, really? That's cool. Oh, Brian, this is like, awesome. like you get in old airplanes and just climb around. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It's super cool. Uh, although it reminds me there are no mountains in St. Louis. I hate that. Anyway. <laughs> does it say that? <laughs> how do you find your way around town? Like, yeah. how do you say, how oh, that's west? <laughs> yeah. No, they just, they show some sure. outside video and it's that flat sort of, you know, go to Ohio and never see anything but trees forever and ever. Nothing wrong with it. It just throws me because I'm not used to it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine, I guess. Uh, Well, speaking of fine, let's get straight to it. So you asked weeks ago, I want to say maybe even a month ago, for some bad parenting stories. Uh And uh, we've yet to get to much of that. But we've gotten replies. And this one in particular today from someone we'll call M uh, is a bad parenting story. In fact, they literally say at the stop of their email, Wendy asked for a bad parenting story, question mark. And here, <laughs> and here it comes. Hold my sure? beer. Yep. Sure, I got one. Here it is. Uh, it says, after my partner and I lost custody of our foster child, we decided to do surrogacy. 
Uh, we did everything together, but with two surrogacies, somehow the births of our two kids ended up being six weeks apart. Oh my gosh. We did it in another, uh, sorry, we did it in another county, country, country, that's important, country, to save money and went down and picked up our first child after his birth. We brought him back and COVID closed everything, leaving our daughter to be born without us and have a nurse take care of her for six months until we could pick her up. That's horrible timing. Yeah. Oh my wow. Uh, during this time, we were so focused on how to get our daughter that we didn't notice that our son was lying on one side of his head so much that it caused an indentation on his skull. We realized it and, didn't, uh, and did the helmet, but it still looks misshapen. And as a result, we have to keep his hair long so nobody will notice. We tell everybody that is because he, uh, the, sorry, that it is because he looks so much like his older brother. His long hair is so we can tell them apart in pictures. This is also true, but not the real reason. Anyway, what is the worst parent? That is the worst parenting story I can think of. Uh, but you asked for it, M. Uh, what do you think of that? What do you think of the perfect uh, example? Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Okay, I mean, it, what it highlights is this thing that in the difficulty of parenting and in this particular really difficult, holy cow, you imagine mm. your child yeah. is born somewhere and you don't get to see right. it. Yes, sir. Yeah, exactly. This thing God. you've been waiting for and waiting for and waiting for. It's like, okay, nope, sorry. Shutting everything down. Pick oh up your child God. in six weeks yeah, or yeah. six months. That is so, and bless the nurse's heart. Good night. Yeah. Like yeah. what? That is you could do anything, and I would not think that was bad parenting. <laughs> that, is, yeah. that is surviving, you right? Get, you get carte blanche. You get a get-out-of-bad-parenting-free uh, card. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And I'm telling you right now, there are so many kids with flattened skulls and different misshapen things who do not have the same excuse. <laughs> right. Um, and that's a, you know, we could talk about the reason for that real quick. It's just that, you know, the, the age-old... Uh, baby sleep best on their tummies and never had flathead problems was before research showed enough that kids died of SIDS and had other yeah. problems. And so then you put them all on their back. Well, our heads are not built to be on their back on with pressure on them as much as they are. If you're sleeping, you know, 14 hours a day on it. So it's really common and the, the helmets do a lot of good, but I am sure this just feels like, Oh, yeah. How could we have missed this? That kind yeah. of thing, right? Right. Yeah, right. and that's that's kind of the feeling. Um, well, I'll tell you my story, and then we could talk a little bit about that feeling because I think that is this is going to lead into my a soapbox. You know? Oh, I like those. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, it. Just about parenting in general, um, because it comes from an honest place, but it is going haywire yeah. when kids are college age. Okay. Uh, and that being this idea of like, this feeling is awful. This feeling like I didn't do everything I could to make sure my kid had the best shot in life. We, we all have it. Some of us have it stronger because our parents seem to not have done any of that for us. Uh, there's a generational sort of split, right? I mean, I don't know about both of your parents. I could, I can make some assumptions about your parents, Scott, but right. um, you know, how often were they just really careful with your feelings or how often did they consider everything you needed all the time? Yeah. Probably rarely. Yeah. It's stuff you think about. You don't think about it all when you're in the middle of it and you're the kid that age. But then when you get older, you start going, were they, what did, did they, they do in this situation? Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think exactly. About that sometimes. Sure. Um, yeah. We have this running joke, like asking Adam's parents when they moved across the country, 
what were they thinking? Like, were they worried about how the kids would handle the move? And they both, maybe it's forgetfulness, but both are like, wow, that never crossed our minds. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. (laughs) I make almost every decision is like, okay, how will this affect my kids, right? And so it's a big jump. And I don't know if we could all appreciate this very much, but I do think it's a little bit of a pendulum problem where it's swung pretty far for some. And then for others, maybe there's, there's still not enough care. And so it's complicated, right? Yeah. And we get to watch it all on Facebook or on, you know, whatever. So we are watching parenting. Ugh. Everybody, yeah, everybody is parenting live, basically. Yeah. We really are. And I am, I have like, um, what is it called? Vicarious, like, no, don't, don't post that. And I do have a lot of, I don't know about you guys, maybe you're just different than me, but I am, when I see anyone filming like a really important moment, Mm-hmm. And the other person, you can see it in their face. They're almost like, I'm having this moment and you're filming me. And mm-hmm. maybe I am projecting and I I don't know, but there is, I've seen a couple where it's like, why are you doing that? Like, no. Yeah. And I hate it so much. Yeah. Like, do not film this. Yeah. And so, and it can be good things. It doesn't even have to be awkward things. But I do mm-hmm. think about the awkward things. And I think, oh man, these kids are going to kill you when they grow up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're going to get you. Look, it's his first pooping on the toilet. <laughs> I can't right. wait for him to watch. This is a grown-up. Yep. Right. And I, th- I have a theory about why that is so ubiquitous and it's not very uh, maybe monitored like you would hope, maybe a little more discreetness or something. And I think it's because parenting is incredibly lonely. Mm-hmm. It is one of the loneliest jobs you will ever have, um, especially if you're doing it alone. Even when you're doing it in a partnership, you're seeing it differently, maybe different levels of involvement or whatever, but it is incredibly lonely. And to have thousands of people give you a thumbs up and tell you're doing a good job or laughing with you, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's intoxicating. I get it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's not the point of my story, though. I'll tell you so. Here's my bad parenting moment. You guys ready? Yep. We're ready. Yep. And it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's maybe not. I have to keep my kids hair long to hide this school thing. <laughs> I was hoping someone would send one that was, yeah, it's a great example, but mine's maybe not so bad. Uh, but it was the feeling. And that's the thing I want to talk about is, okay. The month of May was like, I can't, I've never had a month like that in my life. So much happening. And I blame track. Does anyone know what being a parent of a track person is like, oh, like is track yeah like school nightmare. track and yeah, field just into track yeah. for a year and it's oh it's so many meets oh my gosh it's way more than like if you're the parent of a football player or yes. a basketball player mm-hmm. it's like what there are three meets this week and they're all at 4 30 p.m yeah <laughs> yes. at least with football yes. you're and like oh they have a fall season that's like toward the end of the year oh yeah they're done, done. Yeah, yeah exactly no it, it is never ending and it, they're eight hours long and you if you <laughs> yes. aren't there on time because it's 30 seconds of running, you miss the whole thing, right? It is <laughs> right. so annoying. So Elliot started doing that. He did hurdles. And, you know, it's a psychological game as well, right? Like he decides to do hurdles because he doesn't know how and he knows how to run. So why would I do that? I'm like, well, I don't know. Just yeah. do it and you know how. <laughs> and he biffs it on the first race at the, the last hurdle, just limps to the finish line. Yeah. So then we got to work on that. And then the next, he does it again, crashes again, bleeding everywhere. <laughs> hum, uh, like ha- hobbles. What's the word? Hobbles. Hobbles. Yeah. Or hobbles. hobbles that's yeah. Right, to the finish line. 
And he's still super into this. I'm like, are we, can we quit? Are we quitting? No one's quitting. Okay. So that was happening. And then I made the big mistake of letting Peter do every musical thing he wanted to, because next year you really have to narrow it down. And this kid is all over the map. And so I thought, well, let's just let him try choir, plays the cello, and he can do drums. Those are the things he's doing. He does them in school. It's really not a lot of my time, but it means there's three concerts in May. (laughs) And then we got this track problem. And then we have a high school (laughs) senior graduating. And wow, are there 1 million things to do for that? And then, um, then Allison was graduating from her program. So, so much happening. Well, one night I was like, I don't even know what day it is. I would wake up every morning. I'm like, okay, what day is it? Like Thursday, I knew because Scott would send me like, "Hey, therapy Thursday tomorrow." I'm like, okay, <laughs> so it must be Wednesday. Yeah. That's how that's, that's your how you right. That's how you got to. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell the days I, of the week. if it's if it's any consolation, I could tell that May May was rough. You still oh, sh- you still it. showed up like a champ every time we you know you did it. It's just you could tell that it was like all right. In a way, you were like compartmentalizing one thing at a time. <laughs> like it was just like, I could tell yeah. you were swamped. Yeah. Whatever the next hill in front of me, right. hundred yeah. percent. And yeah. then lots of drama with some close people and yeah, just so much. I can't even tell you. And then, so <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a night. I don't know what night you didn't even, you didn't text me Scott. So I didn't know Yeah. anyway. And I was like, you know what we all need to, we need to pull weeds. That's what we need to do. Let's go out after dinner and just pull some weeds and like start to build the garden. Pete loves the garden. So we're just doing that. That feels grounding and normal, you know, whatever. Put him to bed. And at 10 PM, he wakes up (laughs) and he comes upstairs and my, my children only sleep in underwear. (laughs) So it's always like, you're, you're a grown 18 year old man. Can you not just wear underwear around my house? Anyway, but Pete (laughs) comes, you know, stumbling up the stairs in his underwear crying. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he goes, I think I had my final band concert tonight. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) And I was like, that can't be right. That can't be right. And I look on the calendar. I look at all the emails. And for some reason on a written calendar at some point, I had it written on a Tuesday. I put an arrow and moved it to a Wednesday for no reason. And I can't figure out why. Oh my gosh. I felt so bad. Yep. So bad. Yep. And he is not the kid that will ever forget. Or let this go. Oh yeah. No, he'll bring it up at your at your funeral. Oh yeah. wow. I, yeah, he will. Do you remember that concert? Yeah, the one right. that matters. Exactly. To me. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. No, you're totally right. But it's it's funny because isn't this the same month where we couldn't find that big email for the longest yes. time? Yeah. It was oh, such a yeah. Weird we're losing right. our minds. hundred percent. Yeah. So nothing is going well. And then he so he I talked to him for a while and I am having this feeling. And this this is this is why I wanted someone to commiserate with me is the feeling that first of all regret like how hard would that have been to just i don't know glance somewhere and not pull weeds mm-hmm. and go to the concert i emailed the teacher like oh, i'm so sorry and she's like well we wondered if he was okay and i'm like okay that's not how i want you to respond <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but he's okay i just need you to go oh i get it yeah. <laughs> you know, i was like no one thought to call no yeah, one no anyway. person so because we were just pulling weeds. Anyway, you just feel terrible because he worked all year to get to this final concert. And he felt terrible. I felt terrible, blah, blah, blah. Right? So you just are tempted. And I had this experience, which I think I think might be universal. And it might be I'm just a jerk and everyone else is laughing at me. That's fine. 
is that I'm tempted to just quickly be like, okay, stuff happens. I have a million excuses. You guys just heard them. I gave them to you. Yeah. I, yeah. I preambled yeah. all my excuses. Yeah. They were all legit as well, by the way. And they, they are. are. Yeah. They are. But man, did I want to just be like, Peter, you got to stop crying because you're making me feel so much worse yeah. about a thing that it's just not that big a deal. Like yeah. I am minimized. Trust me, none of these words came out of my mouth. <laughs> Good but I was sure thinking them like, I do not have, because again, I still had a lot more to do. <laughs> so I was like, I do not have time to have broken your heart. (laughs) So I am, I, I, I listened to my own advice, which was good. And I just sat at the edge of his bed, stroked his leg and just let him cry. And just said, I'm so sorry, bud. And I just kept saying, tell me what, tell me how you feel about it. Like, just keep going, like, let it out. I was like, my gosh, this is so hard. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And this is happening at what? Like 10, 10 30 11 o'clock at night or something yeah. Right? yeah everyone needs sleep right no one's okay yeah and anyway i i just feel terrible and i have this urge like okay i have to pick him up tomorrow after school what if i bring his favorite treat like i am planning the eating disorder <laughs> like yeah. i am planning how do i <laughs> comfort this boy and make me not the bad guy and you know, oh my gosh, it was all these things processing in my head at the same time. Like, but the therapist part of me is going, yeah, none of this is good. Mm -mm, Don't say that, you know, and I, I, I could follow it. Right. And you take this, this kid whose situation is, you know, he's a baby and his head's flat and it's during a global pandemic, hopefully once in a lifetime nightmare situation. Right. And you can't fix it. You can try, you can, yeah, there's nothing Say sorry you can do. and do the helmet and try to help. But yeah, but at like, least okay. So in both of these cases that you described, both this email yeah. and that we've parsed a bit, and then your experience with Peter, they're both reactionary. What does it say? Well, okay, I'll admit to something. Here's a bad parenting thing for me. Yeah. I did this to all three of my kids during about the same rage range of age between, oh gosh, let's say early early to mid junior high all the way through high school. Um, I would be tipped off as to certain things they were they were up to. Like I would know that Taylor or that Carter was in a in a meeting at school dealing with um, audio video stuff for the play they were doing or something. Mm-hmm. I would know she was involved in it. She didn't know I was. I would know. So I'd use little bits like that to say, "Oh, hey, how'd it go at the meeting?" She's like, "How do you know about that?" And I said, "Well," and I did this to all three kids. I said, "I have people on the inside." <laughs> I have people who are always yes, watching yeah. you guys. I have I have cameras at school. I have people who oh run them. Gosh. I have people who report to me every day about where you guys are at and what you're doing. So I trust you all. Everything's fine, but just know that I've got you know I have I have I have informants that are all around. And I think for you know at least for a smidgen of time, they all believed it. We've all had big laughs about it. Now they all know yeah. I was full of it. Mm-hmm. But the way yeah. I justified it was. I was like, well, this just puts a little bit of that reminder in their head that dad's mm-hmm. watching so they don't do anything really stupid. But also, I, in my head, I justify it by like saying, well, I also told them Santa Claus was real till they were seven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I justified mm-hmm. it as this like, oh, it's just one of those deals. But I look back on it now and I think, eh, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you know, it didn't ruin anybody. Nobody's effed up for it or anything. But they're just like, 
Like they're more annoyed now. I'll like, uh, hey, remember when I told you guys I had cameras at school and there were people watching you so I could keep track of you? I think cameras at school. Dad, I know it's so dumb. But they were all like, they were all like, and they would they would say, "How is this possible that you can't really do?" It? I go, "Hey, you can. That's fine. You can think whatever you want. Um, just know, you know, I'm good. I don't need, you know, like I would really be like aloof about it." <laughs> and they and they and it's I deploy. Like yeah, it's like yeah. Years. So it's this really like stupid thing. But, I, but it but, comes from that same impulse, right? Of yeah. I want to make sure you're okay. I want to prevent bad things from happening to right, you. Right. And so that same impulse that apparently, you know, <laughs> baby boomers never had <laughs> for yeah. their children. Yeah. Um, but just this idea that drives a lot of our behavior, it comes from an honest place, right? My my impulse to react the way I did comes from I'm tired, I have more to do this is like the last thing I can have on my list right now. And it's all the opposite things of like actually meeting the kid where he's at or meeting his needs or, you know, whatever it might be. Right. And I guarantee you ask any parent who's done with the hard years of raising kids and they will have their own version of this story of their bad parenting moment. And then they will also, if you're in the thick of parenting, you are worried you're doing some of these things, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Um, and I also think what happens, this very common, I, I should I found out who it is, but there's some TikToker who talks about, she's an older woman who talks about um, parents trying to help parents handle when their kids come to confront them about things that didn't go well in their childhood. Right. Um, because, man, do people need that help. Because what happens is we're instantly defensive, or maybe we, we do that same impulse I had with Pete, we missed your concert and I want to tell him all the reasons it's not my fault, even though it's a hundred percent my fault. Um, it's really hard, especially at the end of parenting, when your 25 year old child comes to you and says, you know, you really harmed me and here's the ways you've harmed me. And you're like, what can I do now? Like I've got Mm. nothing I can do. And maybe you really don't think you did any of those things wrong or you're just feeling defensive. And it's really tricky how to maintain and grow in a relationship when there's that that criticism coming and so often i think parents what we're trying to do is avoid any of that and then we get a little we double down maybe when we we feel that threatened a little bit so i'm going to tell you the end of the the story with pete and then we'll talk about all right um the pendulum a little bit okay so i feel awful awful can't stop feeling awful so i i did what you're supposed to do and i i think people do this go in big ways. I just do it with one or two people, but I reached out to a few friends and I'm like, please just tell me a bad parent story. I need one. I just need to know how you have let your child with the perfect memory down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my friend, I cannot tell you how helpful this is, which is, you know, I think what people are often seeking, but she told me the story about how they just, she went to her daughter's concert choir thing. They were late. She just was, taking her sweet time, just like, it's fine. And it was like in a downtown area and her daughter had a solo. She's like, there's plenty of time, plenty of time, plenty of time. (laughs) They get there. Traffic's really bad. There's no time. (laughs) And they can hear as they're running through the streets because they had to park so far, they can hear the song start the song that has her solo in it. Oh no. So they are running and running and running. They get there. Another little girl is singing. This is second, third, fourth grade-ish. I can't remember exactly. Probably fourth grade. And this other little girl is singing the solo. That that kid's going places. You watch. That kid's going I know. And my friend and her daughter are running into the the 
plaza where everyone is and they she doesn't stop her she just thinks she'll stop mm. right the girl does not stop she runs up next to the girl and starts singing it with her <laughs> <laughs> sobbing she's sobbing oh, and she no. is singing next to her and my friend's like i was so tempted to just fade into a crowd and, <laughs> and never become yeah anyway. yeah and so that was a little traumatic moment for this young child, right? And it just made me feel so much better because I know this kid now. She's 17 and hilarious and so great and well-adjusted and she's just fine. But yeah. it is that, like, that is a moment where you cannot undo your mistakes. And this is what happens, right? So yeah. the Peter thing, I just, um, so I, my friends all made me feel better. <laughs> like, you have not destroyed your child because you, you haven't. And then uh, I just kept doing the same meet him wherever he's at don't just keep apologizing owning your mistake do not let one excuse come out of your mouth and then i picked him up the next day from school and he gets in the car and i'm like how you doing and he goes i'm feeling a lot better and i said okay tell me about that how how are you feeling better because that was really tough like i just kept trying to emphasize i, I see that this is painful <laughs> he yeah. goes well turns out on song three uh, the whole drum section totally screwed up. And that made me somehow feel better that I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I, and I said, and did you talk Take to the teacher? The teacher was like, oh, we missed you so much. And everyone knew I was gone and gave me lots of love after. So his world helped him process, not me, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. my job. I had to get out of the way. I needed to apologize. I had to get out of the way. So it turned into a good parenting moment, but man, was that like climbing up a hill, pushing a rock in my psyche. It was just so difficult to actually do, to yeah. get out of my child's <laughs> way when I armed him. And I think the reason bringing it up is the feeling is so strong. You want that feeling to end. I do not want to feel like I harmed my, ch my, my son's skull and that he now had to wear this helmet. Like, right. I do not want to think I made my kid humiliate herself in front of everyone singing and pushing a girl over to sing. That's funny. That's, that's I right. do not want to feel this responsibility, but I am yeah. telling you when we can just own the stuff we need to own. And especially if you are, have older children who are coming to you about a past thing you cannot fix, do your best to just really listen. Maybe call somebody to get out the excuse part or get a podcast and share it with everyone so they all know you're still a good person. But with the child, really hear it and really listen and really be ready to say sorry. Here's the truth. They were also turds. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like this was equal, but you are the adult. They are the kid. And that gets confusing when a kid becomes an adult is they are now coming still as a child to say, hey, mom and dad. Yeah. I needed something you didn't get. And you're looking at this adult going, get over it, yeah. right? I looked at an 11-year-old and thought, get over it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I know better, guys. I know better. It's really it's really difficult. So really the summation of this is these feelings that can be incredibly strong, especially as you are parenting and making mistakes, which you will continue to do, yeah. um, is learning how to handle those feelings, what to do with them, how to get process through them or support that is not about making the victim of your mistake responsible for how you feel. Right. right. And I do think this swing and like, I have a, a good portion of my, my clientele right now who are college age kids who we are just 
it's like slowly removing their parents' um, need for their kids to get good grades or their study certain topics or just that that helicoptering thing that really comes from a place of I want my my kid to be okay, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And working on how to get those healthy boundaries and it's, it's tough. Do you think, do you think it's like, um, I mean, you always kind of, I feel like even on the show, we've been doing this long enough for Thursdays that I feel like we've predicted some of this or we've said, yeah. oh boy, I wonder what it's going to be like when these kids become 18 to yeah. 25 or whatever. And now they're doing yeah. it. And are yeah. you, I, do you feel, um, I don't know. Do you feel like it's going the way you thought it was going to go? Like it, for good or ill, that's what you know, it's, you predicted it. That is a problem. Well, they definitely have the words for it, right? Like, unlike any other generation, they're like, I think you gaslighted me, mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I think there's always been this version, this thing in every generation as it as you come of age and your brain sort of sees the world differently. And you're still really immature, right? right. You're still figuring out things. And um, so I, I think the battle of generations and parenting to child stuff is definitely not new. I just think... I think you have a couple things. One, you have the the contagion that can happen because of social media. Like everyone thinks their parent is gaslighting them when they're absolutely not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's because they've learned enough about it. It's like everyone's in an abnormal psych class. And they're like, whoa, I could diagnose everyone now. They know just enough to be dangerous. Just basically. enough yeah. to be dangerous. And yeah. that is problematic. Um, and I don't love that for them. But I do think the openness and the willingness to communicate and the bravery and to, to set boundaries and to, you know, start to navigate that is commendable. Does it make it easy? No. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I will see. I mean, sometimes I just think if we pan out, like we're all just repeating everything. <laughs> like nothing is new. Mm-hmm. Nothing is new. It's just different forms. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, but I, I tell you, I'm like, okay, Pete, I, there's that time you got hurt on the bike and that was my fault. Okay. And now I forgot your concert. Should we just re- keep a list? You know, <laughs> <laughs> It's the, uh, the airing of grievances for Festivus basically is what it's going to come down yeah. to. Exactly. Yeah. Except I have my own record of it just so we can keep it straight. <laughs> like I have sure. joked, I'll just keep a, a document for your future therapist. Doesn't sound controlling at all. No, uh, not at all. Not at all. Wow. And these usually these things happen in threes. Usually, do you are you do you fear a third shoe dropping? Or oh yeah, his high school years. I can tell you right now, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> he's such a unique kid. I wish everybody could meet Pete because he's not. Uh, he's just not your normal. And I don't mean this in like oh he's weird. I mean he's like just a no, different. Well, you've already brain. you know you've already eye shamed on your Taylor Joy. Yeah. So, why not? Know, I'll just keep going. Sure. Yeah, keep the keep this train rolling. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the irony, everyone, is he is Scott. That's the funny. No, hundred percent. As a kid, hundred percent. As a kid, I was like him. I think he's a little more. Um, how do I put this? Like, if you said to him, "Hey, Pete, let's go jump out of a helicopter and uh, parachute," he'd say yes. Yeah, I would say no that. to that. <laughs> like, that's because I'm his mom. Yeah, I force that kid. Kim's a little or, uh, a times. Wendy's a little more yeah. adventurous in that regard. But uh, but other than that, yeah, his his imagination, just kind of the way his brain works. Yeah. There's sometimes you'll tell me stuff and I'll just go, Oh, no one around him gets that though. He gets it. Right. No one else mm-hmm. gets it. Mm-hmm. Obviously yeah. his mom gets it, but you know, it's, it's well, hard. His mom is used to it. I don't know if I get it. Um, <laughs> I, 
I think right. the other thing is he's it, it makes him different from you. He's really good at math. <laughs> yeah, no, if he's great at math, that's a huge differentiator between the two of us. Whoa. But just yeah. like his grandfather, he cannot spell for to save his life. Yeah, or his uncle. We're both we both struggle. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, also like Scott. Yeah, yeah. My dad, yeah. my pro- the difference between me and my dad was my dad didn't grow up with little red underlines on a screen to be able to correct things for him yeah. and make 100%. him lazy about it. Yeah, he just literally struggled with it. Had a little bit of dyslexia. Like had all that stuff going on i really have no good excuse i've just let myself get lazy you know is he is he good with years though can he tell you exactly what year a movie came out <laughs> yeah because i can do that can how's pete with like years and and movies or uh <laughs> terrible really because oh. right, i could well, tell you go. you could name a movie and i could tell you the year try it when you give me a movie yeah. uh what about bob uh 1980 oh these that one might be hard uh <laughs> 88 i'll say Something like that. No way. Is it that old? 90, 91. Oh. Damn close. That was close. But, Give me a more significant movie, like one that's a big deal. I think um, it's funny. There's a, it says something, by the way, that that's the first movie that comes to Wendy's I mind. I know. It does. A, it is weird. About a, uh, a psychiatrist <laughs> who has one patient that drives him absolutely crazy. <laughs> oh, my so, gosh, dude. The I, reason it was top of mind is my client just before this call. Was uh-huh. like, have you seen that movie? And I was like, I have not thought about that movie in uh, approximately oh, okay. thirty years because uh, yeah. it's that's how old it is. But here Tina you are. Here you are. That movie hates it. I'm, I can't remember it really. I just know. I just remember that he's tied to a mast of a boat at some point. That's yeah, like my exactly. only memory. Of it. It's, uh, yeah, Bill Murray uh, is this this patient of uh, Dreyfus's that can't. Basically, just needs him so much he follows them on vacation and keeps <laughs> bothering them. And everybody else, basically, like the wife, the kids, they all love him. They think that that you know Bob <laughs> is hilarious, but uh, Dreyfus is you know slowly seething, and that's Tina. <laughs> oh man, that must that movie would drive her crazy, right? It like, absolutely. It is the movie she uses that to describe other movies that she hates. She's like, oh my God, is this what about <laughs> Bob? measuring stick. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Eddie Haskell. It's basically the, the how does everybody not see what a horrible person Bill Murray is in this movie? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. That's great. <laughs> that is very funny. Um, yeah. All right, I'll give you another one. Lord right. of the Rings, the Twin Towers. Twin Towers oh, was 2000 and, hold on. Let me back that truck up. 2000 and- Did you call it the Twin Towers, by the way? Yeah, Just she curious. did. <laughs> It's two towers. Two towers. Sorry. <laughs> you can tell we're Johnsons, right? Um, yeah. Two thousand and three, because the very Ooh, next year, by one, was it four or two? It was two. It was two. two okay, because four two. or maybe three was Return of the King. Then have I shifted a year? I bet I did. Yeah, did. Well, look at how awesome I am at remembering years. You're really good at this. Still, Let's keep yeah. going. Yeah, I mean, it's still a, it's still an impressive superpower. But if you I'd just be, said, I'd be Rain Manning, uh, about 1985. Yeah, about 1985. Yeah, about everything was 1985. I have a friend who his skill set. We just keep joking. He can't monetize it, but it is the creepiest thing. He can guess a celebrity's age or birth year mm. in within a year. Almost 100% of the time. It's Weird. shocking. It's like the other day. Tina, so let me try with you really quick. Tina, she does that too, and it blows my she mind. She does? Oh, my yes. gosh. So how old is Jerry Seinfeld? Uh, Any 50, 50, or sorry, 61. 68. 62. He's 69. 69? He's one almost off. 70? One Good job. Brian, maybe you have Holy it too. Holy crap. I know. Uh, comedians also, in cars nice. getting uh, Geritol. <laughs> my gosh, that's crazy. 
All right. Well, now we've all learned some new skills. What about aging? Anyway, okay. (laughs) Everybody in the chat room. Nice, nice. (laughs) We're off the rails. Well, we are a little off the rails. Wendy, I appreciate it, though. This is awesome as always. And uh, I guess Kim's going to see you soon. They're going to sneak out there for a little something. Yeah, a little something, something, her and Misha. It'll be really fun. And then I'll see you guys in July. And Brian, I'll think about you when I'm in Vegas. Please do. I'll think about you when I'm in Vegas, too. Oh, okay. look at this, all this Vegas thinking. This is fantastic. This. Kumbaya. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Okay. Bye now. All right. That was great. 12 hours. 12 hours, Scott. 12 hours? Is it 12 hours? I'll be on a plane in 12 hours. I'll be on a plane over the mountains. <sighs> well, at least you know your room will be ready, you know? You yeah, I've have... actually already checked in. Yeah, you don't have to get there at 3 and then go, oh, there's another hour. i got to wait for this or whatever. Right. No, you I just... mean, I actually physically have checked in so that I don't even need to stop at the front desk. I'm not going to do the $20 trick. I don't care. Again, it's Excalibur. I don't care, but it's not Circus Circus because I care a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you must care some because this isn't Circus Circus. I care some. It's not Circus Circus, but I don't care a lot, and that's why it's Excalibur. <laughs> Dude, Circus Circus. Still blows my mind the same group that owns that owns uh, Caesars. I just don't get it. Like, why? Uh, why don't no, they... it's the other way. It's it's part of the MGM group, Circus Circus. I thought. Isn't oh, it? is it? I thought. I it's thought not part of the Caesars group. I thought um, they maybe they bought it out. I can't remember now. It's been it's been MGM for a <laughs> for a long time. I think Circus Circus. Uh, let's see. They are currently um, owned and operated by Phil Ruffin. Uh, is it just owned by one dude now? Hold on. Yeah. Or did they sell it? Maybe they did sell it in 2019. Um, Sold it to Empire City Casino? What is this? Oh, no. Here it is. The resort was sold to MGM Mirage, later MGM Resorts, in 05. Uh-huh. Um, but then in yeah, 2019. Like they sold it in 2019. Yeah, to this Phil Ruffin guy. Yeah. But who... Who's he? Uh, he does Treasure Island. <laughs> uh, he, does, he also co-owns that Trump Hotel there without the without any gambling in it. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, uh, What else? Yeah, that's... Oh, Treasure Island Circus Circus and the Wich, Wichita Greyhound Park. Oh, excellent. Yep. Uh, sign me up. And some kind of casino in Miami. All right. I had that all wrong. I, I thought that somehow the Caesars people were involved somewhere. Mm-mm. Somehow. I guess not. Well, nobody wants it. They keep selling it off. Exactly. It's like the <laughs> it's the hot potato of uh, casinos. That makes me think, though, MGM may have had plans, you know, like some renovation plans or something, or maybe, maybe. they were going to do yeah. something, then just decided I'm, it's too shitty, we're not doing it. I'm still know. waiting to see what they do with Cosmo, because that's been, that's been MGM owned now for a year and a half, and it's still, I think it even still has their own players card i don't think you can uh i don't think there's a oh no i think you can use your mgm players card there but you can't earn can't spend points or something there's some weird deal with with mgm well as long as they never get rid of the hidden pizza i'm happy at the cosmo oh yeah no that'll little well nothing's permanent in vegas scott that's true it's all ephemeral isn't it it's all ephemeral so if there's something you like go enjoy it because May not be there very long. Going away. Oh, like volcano. The, oh, volcano. Oh. Entire casino. Oh. Oh. Uh, what else? <laughs> Other stuff? Gone. Oh. Uh, Star, Star Trek experience? Oh. oh. Oh, that one is a bummer. That one stings a little bit. And that yeah. proposed Still. enterprise they were going to build, that hotel? Oh. I look at that concept art and I weep. I, I do too. So bad. It's so damn great. Even Star Wars isn't doing their thing that they 
barely launched the the yes thing. the year just lasted a year that uh florida thing i'm really bummed because i did i wanted it to fail just enough to where they lowered the price but not fail so much that they decided just to end it you, just, you know it, like i mean when the thing caught when it when six days costs the same as a new hyundai <laughs> yeah right. that's that was never gonna fly with the public no no there aren't enough i don't know not in this economy i don't know who does that yeah and the people with that kind of money they ain't staying there no, no. Like no. two nights there cost as much as an Apple Vision Pro headset, which is a horrible <laughs> metric on either side. <laughs> Nobody wants to use that as a metric at all. No, it's like saying it's like measuring things in giraffes. How many giraffes is that? I don't know. It's a horrible metric. Yeah. I do like the some Apple people have justified buying additional Macs because they're like, Well, if I spent that I'd only get the headset, but instead I'll buy a studio, a new M two uh mini and the new MacBook. <laughs> It's like justifying all the other crap they're going to buy. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, let's get out of here. Quick reminders. Yeah. Uh, Coverville today at 1, as mentioned earlier. Be there. It's going to be right. great. Uh, Coverville. Uh, or Sorry, twitch.tv slash Coverville at 1, at 1 p.m. Uh, core tonight right here at frogpants.tv at 5 p.m. There is a lot to sum up from this week's non-E3, E3-like mm. announcements. Right, which E-ish, we uh, yeah. we watched most of it, uh, recorded some of it. We've done a lot of coverage already, but we'll be doing a lot of summation tonight. So check that out. Bo will also hopefully be rested after his two weeks straight of getting to 100 without dying in hardcore in Diablo 4, and he did it. And he's in the lower 300s, I think, of people who've done it out of the thousand that will be carved into the physical statue at Blizzard, which is pretty cool. That's so cool. It is pretty cool. Um, it Good wore him, him out, yeah. though. And when he, I don't know if you've seen the video of him hitting 100, but he almost no, died on the final little group of mobs he had to kill to, to ding. Uh huh. He almost died there. Like literally three deaths of three demons later, he's 100. And this is a this is a hardcore character that if it dies, it's dead. You don't go back. You're done. Yeah. And oh he my was God. he played for I don't know 18 hours straight most days. Like went bananas with this thing, driving himself insane. Almost dies on the last kill. He needs to ding 100. Insane. Wow. Insane. Wow. Oh. And the other three people. And had he see here's the irony, Brian. Had he done that, he would be the most famous meme in in Diablo yes. 4 history. Yes. Yeah, no kidding. That video would yeah. be everywhere. He would be uh, a story on Kotaku right now. He would be everywhere if this happened. So well, part of me wishes. There's something said for that. Like, you know, it's a win or damned if you do, damned if you don't. But kind of like, you know, you're going to be popular if you do and popular if you don't. Because people are going to go back and watch that video over and over and yeah. over. And you can just tell how exhausted he was. I mean, he almost died just from being tired. So <laughs> I'm sure. But anyway, he'll talk about that tonight and that process, and it'll be lots of fun. Also, a skim today will be happening not too long after the show. I'll have a meeting, and then I have that. And then Film Sack this weekend. Uh, Brian will be yeah. remote from Vegas, and uh, uh, Randy will be remote Randy'll from be Canada. Canada. That's right. Yeah. Dunaway and I will be schlubs here at home. And uh, we'll make a Film Sack <laughs> about the movie Underworld. Underworld. Vampires. I've watched it, and I'm not going to tell you what I thought of it, Scott. Oh, good. Don't tell me, because I'm not telling them anymore either. All I know is my memory is real good of that movie, so we'll see how it holds up for me or not. Can't wait to see what you think now. Yeah, or whether we should do those sequels, because they're bad. We should definitely do the sequels. Oh. I say regardless of what we, what we all say, I think we should do the sequels. Well, anyway, that's all coming up. Um, one quick final phone call before we leave. Oh, good. Yeah, this is from a listener. This is all about uh, being on the road and talking about using public bathrooms. And 
If you're somebody whose job it is to be on the road, well, maybe you have some thoughts, and he does. So here you go. Hey there, TMS guys. This is James the Trucker. I'm on 71 between uh, Cleveland and Columbus, and listening to y'all talking about public bathrooms. Let me tell you something. I spend my every time I go to a public bathroom, and I'm going to give you a little hint about the best public bathrooms on the road. Go to the truck stop, especially the Flying J's, and go to the trucker side because the people who are cleaning the showers for the truckers also watch that bathroom. And that bathroom stays cleaner than the other bathroom at the Flying J. Just uh, wow. avoid the people. Because <laughs> truckers can, uh, can be unsavory from time to time. But the bathroom on the trucker side at the Flying J is the clean one. Love the show. That's good to know. There's tra- Flying J's all over here where I live. Yeah, uh, we have Flying J's here too. That's really good to know. Go to the trucker side. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Okay. I, f- I forgot they had showers and stuff, but I guess that makes sense. They'd have those. Yeah. That's the whole point, right? The Flying J's like your, uh, they cater to the truckers there. Right, so that's good to right. know. I thought they had orgies in there. I thought that was the whole deal with that side. So I don't know. Well, that too. That too. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Confirmed. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you for that. We appreciate it. If you guys want to call in like all these callers we had today, 801-471-0462, we'll get you there. And if you'd like to support the show, patreon.com slash TMS, we'll get you there. Tomorrow's uh, couch party uh, for patrons is a little on the not quite sure when we're starting status because I have this doctor's appointment. They shouldn't take more than an hour. It's at nine. Should be back in time. But if not, I'll let you guys know and we'll figure something out. Cool. Uh, more more uh, Golden Girls, I believe, is the plan. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I might, uh, if, if uh, depending on when I get up tomorrow, I might uh, like pop in just to try the, my microphone out, my setup out, and see if it works for Discord. Oh, so, we can totally do that if you want. So I'll peek in. And if we don't, then I'll just I'll just ping you and say, hey, can we do a quick mic test? And any, it's really, time. it's yeah. more to test the Wi-Fi at the freaking Excalibur just to see if it's going to be good enough for FilmSack. That's true. It feels like all the Wi-Fi has been better in Vegas in general, but I wonder how the crappier hotels are doing. I don't know. Right, right. We'll the find out. People don't hear. That's yeah. right. Uh, that's it for us then. Let's get out of here with a song. You got a little uh, something to take us out? I do, yes. Jamie M., one of our many Jamies that listen to the show, wrote in, said, I'm turning 33 and really don't do much to celebrate my birthday. Oh, shit. It's a birthday. Damn it. Let's party. I made it under the wire. It's good now. Well done. It was, uh, the time was taken away. Yeah. But I figured requesting a song is a small way to enjoy my day of birth into this world. Any cover song from the band Our Last Night that Brian thinks is best works for me. So surprise me. I've been listening since the ELR days and have enjoyed every minute of it. Thanks for all you two do and wishing every listener out there. Uh, hope they enjoy this song and has an awesome Thursday. Signed, Jamie M. Uh, well, yeah. Happy birthday, Jamie M. And... Um, I hadn't really heard of Our Last Night uh, until your request, and I checked out a bunch of their songs. Um, Hopefully for your birthday, uh, whether it's with uh, substances or just the positive vibes, I hope you stay high. Uh, Speaking of which, here's the song Stay High by Tove Low, or Habits Stay High, uh, performed by Our Last Night. Oh, man, perfect choice. Getting it on 
Get more at frogpants.com. Watery eyes. Oh, okay.